If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. All right, welcome in, guys. Another day of Extra Point with Phil Jones. What did you guys think about the uh, uh, cutting back to the hour? I thought, and I still think, that uh, it's the right thing to do. I I thought yesterday's show, was the uh, the first show, really, that uh, we were under the new format of one hour. If you are new to the show or maybe you've been under a rock and haven't uh, been a part of the show lately, we are back to one hour, two days a week. So what does that mean? That means we've got to make the most of today. We've got to make the most of our one hour of sports talk. But I do think that uh, it fits, especially when it's just me on. Uh, Again, I think it uh, really uh, makes us uh, make the most of our time. So with that being said, I'm going to quit babbling and tell you what we've got uh, on store for today. Uh, Supposed to hear from Jamie DeBose, the head coach of the Lowndes High Vikings, still Trying to uh, find Coach DeBose. So, as I always uh, typically do uh, every Tuesday, we're, we're putting out the all points bulletin on Coach Jamie DeBose. So, if anybody uh, knows where Coach DeBose is, tell him, just remind him, hey, Bill said don't forget about 5 30. So, usually he's pretty good about calling in, but still like to put it out there. All right. You guys know the drill. Let's take a look and see who's in the house. Kennedy Weems leads us off today. Kennedy uh, checking in. Eddie Bailey says, afternoon, Phil. Afternoon, Eddie. How are you, buddy? Kenneth Hurst checking in from Thomas County Central Land. You guys getting ready for a big game. Here's Waylon Polk checking in from Illinois. Waylon, thanks so much for checking in. We've got Shirley Link from Ohio checking in. Man, we are going national. Uh, actually, we've already been national. What am I talking about? Luke Bush, of course, as always, he wouldn't miss a, a Tuesday of Lowndes High Viking talk. Luke Bush says, yes, finally, it's Tuesday time to talk. All that is Lowndes Viking football. Luke, you got that right, brother. And we're going to bring it today uh, with the Vikings and other high school football talk, including Appling County. 
Of course, Jeremy Williams is checking in. Clint Haynes, I was just about to say, now where's my buddy Clint? And I look, and there he is, Clint Haynes. Good evening, everyone. What's going on, Phil Jones? What's up with you, Clint? Looking forward to seeing you hopefully tomorrow, Clint, uh, if you uh, come see us. So I hope you do, buddy. Joe Mamone, all right, there's another state represented. So we had, what, um, Illinois, Ohio. Now we've got Joe from New Jersey. Are you from the North Shore, by the way? Joe, just checking. Uh, let's see here. Luke Bush back again says, Winner Lowndes Colquitt could decide region champion for 2021. I think it will. Uh, I know that there are some other things that could happen. I get it, but, I mean, I, I think that's going to be for the region title. I mean, no need in us uh, kind of fooling ourselves. Uh, I think that's going to that's be it. That's going to decide the region championship that is Lowndes and Colquitt. Boy, don't you guys love that we're down to that time, the nitty-gritty? I mean, we're down to these region games, especially region 1-7A with only four teams. I mean, every team has got only the three Region games, small sample size, which means no room or not much room at all for error, which I love that. So Joe Mamone says, uh, can't wait to watch Northside Warner Robins and Lee County. That is going to be a good one for sure. Uh, let's see. Jim Blair is checking in. It's going to be good Friday night at the Concrete Jungle. I hear you. That is going to be a good one, isn't it? Uh, Robert Taller, a Peach County Trojan in the house. Robert. I'm hearing some rumors that are flying about Peach County. Can you confirm or deny what we're hearing about the quarterback from Peach maybe leaving via transfer? Just throwing it out there. We have uh, gotten a little bit of a, uh, uh, a nugget of information. Again, albeit just a rumor right now. Do not have any confirmation on it, but... Uh, would love to receive some kind of a confirmation or close to it as we can get. Facsimile thereof. Okay. Sam McCord. Sam, what's up, buddy? Always good to see uh, the head of the Boy Scouts, Sam McCord, checking in with us. Jim, <laughs> Jim Blair, rock and roll. Buddy, I hear you there, man. Hey, this is a rock and roll zone for sure. No country music allowed. For those of you that like the country, stay by the door. You can come back in after an hour. Uh, ben Franklin Baum is checking in. He says, uh, I looked at the stats for the Val uh, Valdosta versus Northside game. Valdosta was 0 for 5 on fourth down conversions. All right, guy, in case you missed it. So somebody brought this up yesterday, said that Valdosta in the game against Northside Warner Robins, which they lost, said that Valdosta was going for it on practically every fourth down. And I asked somebody to check it out. Uh, they could confirm that. And apparently, Ben Franklin Baum has done just that. Again, Ben says he looked at the stats for the Valdosta Northside game. Valdosta was 0 for 5 on fourth down conversions. Guys, what do y'all think about that? Now, listen, I know that First of all, you can do whatever you want. I get it. But doesn't this sound uh, so much like a team that realizes that, hey, they have no hope for the playoffs? And, of course, that's the situation that Valdosta's in. But, 
guys, I'm just going to throw it out there. Do you not consider it reckless to the other teams that are fighting for a playoff spot? Just asking. I mean, because that could affect the overall playoff race and playoff seating in 1-6-A. Now, that's how I feel about it. I, I just, you know, that, I've, I've never heard that. And, again, I, I get it. I understand the thinking. Well, we don't have anything to lose, but come on. I tell you, I would like to know maybe the second layer of that, of that scenario, uh, Ben Franklin bomb, and what that is. Were the fourth down situations, were they fourth and short? And where on the field was it? By that, uh, and by what I'm asking is, if you had fourth and 12 at your own 16-yard line, no. You cannot do that. And listen, I'm not taking anything away from Northside Warner Robbins, okay, because they, they took advantage. They basically okay, stood up, and they held Valdosta on all five fourth down conversions. By the way, I'm wondering, was that, did they go for it on every fourth down situation? I'd like to know that too, or did they punt at all? Just again, just asking. Don't know anything else except for the information that I received. But what do you guys think about that? I would like to know uh, your thoughts on the team going for it. Every, I mean, that's stuff you do on, on uh, Madden, on PlayStation. So would definitely like to know what you guys think about that. Christopher Sloan is a checking in. Says, battle for the Barnett's Creek Bucket. Thomas County Central in Cairo, uh, West Thomas Stadium. It always is for the bucket. I don't know if you guys have heard the story about that, but uh, we'll go into it uh, after the break, which we've got to take right now. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I'm watching you. I'm keeping up with you, okay? I know who's leaving, so don't let me call you out when we return with more of Extra Point. Phil Jones with you. ITG Next Georgia. Ah, you know that sound. That's the sound of an ice-cold Pepsi-Cola on a red-hot South Georgia afternoon. Stop by and pick up an ice-cold Pepsi-Cola, or better yet, pick up a case of them at your nearest store. Pepsi-Cola. They've been quenching thirsts of Georgians for dozens of years, and they can take care of your thirst today. That's Pepsi-Cola. There's nothing better on a hot Georgia afternoon than Pepsi-Cola. Been thinking of finally getting that health insurance for you and your family? Bull Durham Insurance offers affordable health insurance. Also, insurance for your auto, home, and life insurance to make sure your family is taken care of in the unfortunate event something should happen to you. No matter if you live in Macon or Moultrie, Bull Durham Insurance can take care of all of your insurance needs. The number's easy to remember. 229-985-1415. 985-1415. Bull Durham Insurance. Your North Ashley Street Winn-Dixie in Valdosta has everything you need in one stop. They are your full-scale floral department, pharmacy, and full hot deli and bar. So when there's no time to cook, no problem. Let Winn-Dixie feed your family tonight. That's Winn-Dixie, North Ashley Street in Valdosta. Scared of going to the dentist? Everybody is. But let Dr. Mike McCartney and his staff 
take care of you and all of your dental needs. Dr. Mike offers sedation dentistry for those that feel a little bit nervous about sitting in the dentist chair. Dr. Mike McCartney, ADL Dental Associates, sees patients from all over Middle and South Georgia. So make the drive today to ADL Dental Associates. You can also make the call, 896-7679. That's 229-896-7679. You can also check out all the services they offer at ADL Dental Associates. Our offensive line was playing a lot of, you know, guys with the not big game experience, and there's nothing that we can do about that except get in those games and, and then see how we're going to react. And, you know, we, we had a – you know, we had some COVID issues. Uh, we, we had a, our middle linebacker starting guard was out. Uh, we knew that going in, but, uh, you know, it was, we had to end up starting a, a freshman at, at Mike linebacker and playing some guys that, you know, on offensive line that, that uh, you know, that, that played hard, but, uh, you know, the, the game was just a little bit too big for them, you know, and um, I think they're going to get better, and I think we're going to be able to fix it, but uh, – you know, it's just tough going in without all your bullets, especially playing a great program like FPD. 28-7, by the way, the final score uh, in this game. So, Let's get back to more sports talk. An Extra Point with Phil Jones. All right, guys, welcome back. Bill Jones with you. It is Extra Point with Bill Jones. Again, remember, we are one hour now. So let's make the most of this uh, one hour, taking you up to uh, 6 o'clock tonight. All right, uh, again, we're supposed to be hearing from Jamie DeBose, head coach of the Lowndes High Vikings um, at 5.30. I have not heard from him yet, but uh, that is as far as him uh, confirming that he's going to be here. But usually he uh, calls in at or around 5.30, so uh, – uh, I feel pretty confident that he'll be uh, calling them. So, um, all right. Talking about this Valdosta situation. Valdosta loses to Northside Warner Robins, 13-10. to 10. Northside kicks the, the last second field goal, I think five seconds left in the game. And now, and this actually started yesterday, we're getting reports that Valdosta pretty much went for it on every fourth down situation. Again, guys, I, I'm asking, you know, What's the um, is it is it morally right? Okay, and I'm, that's not exactly the wording I want to use here. Uh, you know, is it good sportsmanship, gamesmanship? Okay, you can go for it every fourth down you want, but I think we all know no team does that. You know, you do that uh, that is pun it because you want to win the game. You want to maintain field position and to just throw it all away and just go for it and again a couple of things a couple of criteria that I would have to find out about you know what was the distance and where was the place on the field okay were you at your own 10 yard line and you had fourth and 12 bad decision to go for it were you on their 10 yard line 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Okay, and fourth and eight. Then you kick a field goal. So, uh, again, I just uh, I don't know. I'd have to get a little bit more information uh, to be uh, fair with everybody involved. Uh, all right, let's uh, see here. Uh, ben Franklin Baum says Valdosta did punt twice versus Northside. I like this. <laughs> he also said that Northside went for it on fourth and 25 <laughs> and converted. I just wonder if that was in response to Valdosta going for it maybe on a fourth and forever. I just wonder if Coach Alligood said, well, you know what? By golly, we can do it too. I don't know if any of that happened. Just speculate, pure speculation on my part. But D. Smith, speaking of Northside Warner Robins. Um, so let's see here. Cam told me he wanted that game bad. I'm at practice now. Kids got a little more energy flying around, tuning up for Lee. Uh, I hear you, and I'm sure that they uh, they would. Uh, of course, they're talking about Lee County taking on the aforementioned Northside Warner Robins Eagles. Giving up. Uh, Rex Carter checking in. Camden will beat Tift and Lowndes and finish second in the region. Look, talked to Jeff Heron this morning. Uh, he put it very succinctly. said, you know, he was uh, disappointed in the outcome, but proud of the effort. You know, he loved the effort. Uh, Jeff Heron, he, he's struggling with the team this year. Not the team, not the boys, but just the fact that he's not lo- uh, used to losing four games in a year. I think they're four and four now. It's just not something Heron, Jeff Heron is used to. Okay, so It's just that plain and simple. So, uh, guy's a, a fiery competitor for sure. I don't know if fiery is the word. He's a big-time com- uh, competitor. He reminds you of the old, what was the movie? Uh, was it Walking Tall or whatever? Uh, guy, and the motto there was uh, – uh, talk softly but carry a big stick. That's Jeff Heron. Very soft-spoken. But, buddy, when it comes to football, he puts winners out on the field, makes winners of these uh, these young men, uh, and it really has nothing to do with whether they win or lose on the field. I think you guys know what I'm talking about when I say winning. All right, uh, let's see. All right, Miss DeBose and Trey uh, – Tracy, thank you for this. Just got out here to practice. He's on the field, but I'm going to try and take his phone to him by 5.30. Thank you for that, Tracy, if uh, you are watching the show, and I will assume that you are. Uh, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Uh, I want to get Coach DeBose on to talk about the Vikings. So give me just a second here. Let me reply to her, guys, real quick. And thank you very much. All right. So there we go. So hopefully, Coach DeBose at 5.30. All right, uh, Stephen Wynn checking in. Lee County Trojans checking in. Region season. It is indeed the season, the reason for the season, which is the region season. Let's see what I did there. Jim Blair uh, checking in. Jim says you're trying to win. Well, now, what do you mean, Jim? Are you talking about uh, going forward on all these fourth downs? 
Let's see, Jim says, I say going for it on fourth down is yards to go time where on the field. Yes, yes, I, I'm with you, Jim. Sorry, sometimes I read these things in backwards progression. So uh, I have to read it in, in the complete context. Um, all right, let's see who else is uh, checking in here. Chris Pace. And, Chris, I have not yet got confirmation on this. Chris Pace, who, uh, by the way, is the uh, uh, the person that puts together the uh, South and Middle Georgia High School football Facebook page. Does a great job maintaining that, Chris. Big ups, buddy. Um, Chris, one thing, said, sounds like Valdosta doesn't have a kicker. Well, you mean punter, uh, or do you mean kicker? I know what you're saying, though. Either if they get into field goal range and they can't uh, kick it, they got to go for it. I get that. Okay, that I understand, Chris. But if you're on your side of the 50, your own side of the 50, and you're going forward on fourth down, like Jim Blair said earlier, depends on uh, how many yards it is to go, where it's at on the field, and where it's at in the game. Jim, that's a good point, too. So all those things uh, we'd certainly like to find out. But Chris also is asking about <clears throat> what team gets Valdosta's playoff spot. Uh, any word on any team? Chris, that's a good question. Um I don't know how that's going to work. I have not been able to get an answer. I think the last time I asked Dr. Hines, <clears throat> I think they were going to leave it up to the region to decide. And I'm not sure who the region's secretary is for 16A. That would be the person to ask. I know my buddy Danny Redshaw is the region secretary for 17A. Uh, so maybe I can find out from Dean Fabrizio. Maybe I send him a uh, um, uh, an email or a text during our next break and see what he's got to say. Charles King is checking in. Charles says, good evening, everyone. Big Tiff County Blue Devil fan. What's up, Charles? Uh, Charles King says, uh, talking about and answering, the Camden will beat Tift and Lowndes and finish second post that we had earlier. Charles says they would be first in the region if they do that. Uh, they would, indeed, take over the first spot. Uh, let's see here. Mike Rachel making his daily check-in. Cedar Grove. What's up, Mike? Good to hear from you. P.J. Mazzilli third. Let's see. Says, Phil, walk softly and carry a big stick. Is <laughs> a comment also made by U.S. President Teddy Roosevelt. True. But I think that they adopted that. I think they used that in the old movie Walking Tall. So somebody uh, fact-checked that for me. Uh, as well. All right, uh, keep those comments coming in, guys. Absolutely love it. Uh, Jose Badia says, how are you, Mr. Field? Thomas County Central versus Cairo Friday. Uh, are you wanting my comments on it? Uh, I think we talked about this yesterday. Um, Going to be a great game, I think. It always is when these two teams get together. I like Thomas County Central um, by a nose, as if it were a horse race. Um, I like Thomas County Central. I like Ashley Henderson, where he's got him right now. Uh, Steve Dvorsny, great coach, going to get Cairo into the playoffs again. But in this one, I think I'm going to go with Thomas County Central. Could be Ashley Henderson's year this year uh, with the Yellow Jackets. Stephen Wynn says it's only four teams in the region, so probably will be just the three teams and forfeit the fourth seed. So, right, what does that mean, though, uh, for the team that would be bracketed in their opposing region, that would be the number one seed. Stephen, what would they would they be get Would they get a first round bye? I think that's what we got to answer as well. 
Okay. All right, so some big games coming up this weekend. Uh, there's also some bad ones out there. Uh, as I was going through the, uh, the pick six uh, for this week coming up, and I'll share those with you. So yesterday I shared with you the, the, the games that I had picked from this past Friday night. My upset special, of course, was Camden Colquitt. I went with Camden in the upset, did not get it. Colquitt pulls it out. I'm going to say this about Colquitt County for you Packer fans. They have really shown some gumption this year. I was at, and, and wow, it seemed like it was yesterday. It was back the first game of the season. It was our first ITG Next game of the week that we carried, and it was up at Marietta. Okay, We had the pleasure of uh, doing two games from Marietta. We've had the pleasure of doing two games from Cardinal, well, following Cardinal Gibbons, two games from Coffee so far. Hey, we follow winners. And um, in the Marietta-Colquitt County game, so Colquitt is down by two touchdowns. They're able to come back, take control, and win the game in a tough place to play up there in, uh, in Marietta. And, uh, well, what a great stadium that is. That's another thing we've had the pleasure of so far this year, guys, uh, in these ITGNS games of the week. Great venues we've been to. Just want to say that. Um, but Colquitt County had a heck of a comeback against Marietta, okay? And they've done that now, what, three times, including this past week against Camden. They were down two touchdowns, not for long, because as soon as Camden uh, puts up the second touchdown to go up, what, 21-7, to uh, that's when Colquitt is able to come right back, uh, bring it back to within seven. Then, of course, they tie it, then take the lead. Camden comes back, ties it, and, of course, you guys know the deal. They go into overtime, <clears throat> and uh, Camden kicks the field goal. By the way, that was not a chip shot field goal, but a 37-yarder from uh, their guy at uh, Camden. And then, of course, Colquitt. As Coach Aaron was telling me this morning on our Camden Coaches Show, so Colquitt has a third down and long from, I believe it was the Camden 12. Now, they start at the 15. I did not know that either. I thought it was the 20. But Coach Aaron corrected me this morning. So they start at the 15, third down. They got to get, like, to the three for a first down. Well, Jeff Aaron talks about what a great play call it was. Quarterback drops back. They run, like, a pick play. Um, I know you're not supposed to do that. But, uh, you know, it gets to a point where if you simply have a lot of different guys in the same area of the field, it's just natural. Somebody's going to get in somebody's way, okay? Referee decides to call a pick. That's his business. But anyway, that's exactly what happens. Uh, one of the uh, corners for Camden got picked off, for lack of a better word, and uh, that was that. Uh, Nico Fan finds his receiver in the end zone for a touchdown, and Colquitt wins. So, again, I just want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, a really nice comeback, again, from Colquitt County. And, again, listen, give credit to Justin, uh, Justin Henderson. Um, no, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Justin, the, the, the head coach at Colquitt County, 25-5 and five now. I was talking about the Valwood coach there for a second. Justin Henderson, congratulations to him too. But Colquitt County, 25-5 and five now. Justin Rogers, my bad. I get all these coaches mixing around in my head. 25-5, and five, I did not realize I read that this morning. That is quite a job that Coach Rogers has done at Colquitt, taking over for Rush Probst. 
Now, you can say what you want to, supporters of Rush, not supporters of Rush. Supporters of Coach Rogers, not. Doesn't matter. Numbers speak for themselves. So, he's done a, uh, a good job. One of the reasons I bring that up is that I hear uh, some folks dissatisfied with what he's uh, done over at Colquitt. I really don't know why. That's pretty darn good, guys. 25-5, and five. again, considering some of the, uh, the, the games that they play. And, of course, being a member of Region 17A, it's always going to be tough. Got to get ready to go to break, guys, as we do. Uh, real quick, like Ben Franklin Baum, I'll address your comments when we return. Jose Badia uh, checking in. Jim Blair, Stephen Wynn, Eric Owens checking in. Guys, I'll talk about what you are talking about when we return. And for the rest of you, keep those comments coming. We'll talk about it when we return with more of Extra Point. Phil Jones with you on this Tuesday afternoon. We'll be right back. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching Extra Point with Phil Jones. I want to take a moment and give a big shout out to our friends at Winn-Dixie, North Ashley Street in Valdosta, longtime sponsor of the show. Guys, everything you need is in one stop at Winn-Dixie. If you're looking for dinner tonight, stop and uh, take uh, dinner home to the folks at the house. They got a full-scale hot bar, full-scale floor department, need your prescriptions filled? Winn-Dixie has got that as well. That's Winn-Dixie, North Ashley Street in Valdosta. At Adel Dental Associates, we've been building smiles for 25 years. For the fearful and the fearless. Supporting our community and the Cook High Hornets. Go Hornets! Want to know the inside scoop? Subscribe to our ITG Next Georgia newsletter. Every week, get the best high school sports news delivered straight to your inbox. Rankings, player stats, recruiting news, and hot sports topics. Sign up today at itgnext.com newsletter. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, you know, our defense came out and uh, played really, really well, especially in the first quarter and the start of the game to establish momentum. You know, our special teams, we got a big punt return. You know, we, we took the ball down, scored, went up 3 nothing, um, And then I had a big punt, went, had them, held them three and out, had a big punt return deep in their territory. Boom, got another score. It was 10 nothing right off the bat. We kind of flipped the script from last year. We were able to jump on them right from the start, go up 17 nothing in the first quarter, and that, that was big. The next opponent, not going to be quite as tough as Lowndes. Talk about uh, Lithia Springs. Lithia Springs, you know, they're coached by Corey Jarvis, who, you know, took Mace in the state championship game a few years ago, and he's an excellent football coach. They they lost a really close game to a good Alexander team last week. They won the week before. So, you know, they're, uh, it's going to be a game we're going to have to turn up and play with. And, you know, we, I talked to our kids this morning about, hey, look, uh, you know, we've got if we want to be a team that can make a run in the playoffs, we've got to be able to come out and, and practice hard and play well after a big win. Let's get back to more sports talk. An extra point with Bill Jones. All right, guys, uh, welcome back. Phil Jones with you. Having a, a little bit of a laugh there during the, uh, during the break. So we just kind of stumbled upon something, talking about as I was stumbling to try to figure out the Colquitt coach, uh, maybe because I try to keep up with, what, over 100 coaches? Not that many, but a bunch of them. Seems like it is. Uh, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. But some of these names kind of get uh, jumbled around in my head. But what do you guys think? Who, who, what do you think is the most common name, first name of coaches? What do you guys think it is? Uh, we kind of figured it out pretty quickly. Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, what do you guys uh, think about that? Let me know. All right. Um, <laughs> I see now where all of you were trying to help me out there <laughs> with this Coach Rogers. Man, we got the greatest audience in the world. Yes, I figured it out. Coach Rogers, thank you guys. I appreciate that for sure. Ricky Barwick is checking in. Ricky, uh, good to see you uh, from Lee County. Eric Owens says, uh, hey, who do you think will win the 4A championship? I really think Carver of Columbus could really make a push for the title. Listen, Eric, that's a good uh, that's, that's a good point that you make. Uh, I think a lot of people are overlooking Carver. Now you know they took 
Lee County, right down to the final whistle to start the year. And I think that got a lot of people's attention when that happened. I think a lot of people were wondering, hey, uh, you know, who, who are these guys? Uh, are they for real? And a lot of people were even asking, Does, is Lee County, you know, um, is Lee County going to have a bad season because of that? How did they, you know, not win more convincingly? It was 24-21, I think it was. Well, now I think we're starting to see uh, the rest of the story, like Paul Harvey used to say. I'll tell you something else, too. Remember Columbia? Not Columbia out of Lake City, but Columbia up around the Atlanta area. Remember Camden County walked all over and started the year like 31 to nothing. Well, since then, Columbia has um, – all right, we got uh, – we can go dial up Mr. Coach DeBose, Mr. Producer. They've just been given the go-ahead. So we'll call up uh, Coach DeBose and uh, get him on the line. Yeah. We'll take a quick break, very quick, just long enough to get Coach DeBose on the line, and we'll come right back with the man that heads up, the Lowndesville Vikings football team. Stay with us. Guys, thanks so much for watching Extra Point with Phil Jones. A quick break to tell you about our friends at Pepsi Cola of Aldosta, our sponsor of the show. Guys, you see me every day before I really get into the bulk of the show. What do I do? Pop open an ice cold Pepsi. Again, big shout out to our friends at Pepsi Cola of Aldosta, one of our great sponsors here of Extra Point with Phil Jones. Want to know the inside scoop? Subscribe to our ITG Next Georgia newsletter. Every week, get the best high school sports news delivered straight to your inbox. Rankings, player stats, recruiting news, and hot sports topics. Sign up today at itgnext.com newsletter. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching Extra Point with Phil Jones. I want to take a moment and give a big shout out to one of our newest sponsors, Bull Durham Insurance. Now, they're located in Moultrie, but guys, it doesn't matter where you're watching. If you're in Moultrie or Macon or Montezuma, Bull Durham Insurance can take care of all of your insurance needs. Have you been thinking about life insurance? Bull Durham Insurance can take care of that and all of your insurance needs Call them today, 985-1415. That's 229-985-1415. Coach, it looked like uh, the second quarter is really the quarter that did you guys in. And talk about that particular quarter. It was a three three plays in a row. <laughs> I mean, without you know, you score when the defense isn't on the field. All right, welcome back, guys. Phil Jones with you, taking you up to six o'clock. So our power packed hour, uh, a little over halfway done. Let's bring in the uh, head coach now of the Lounside Vikings. We have uh, tracked him down with some help 
from his better half. Of course, I'm talking about Miss Tracy DeBose helped us. Uh, Coach DeBose, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Phil? Good. We rely uh, on our better halves for everything, don't we? Yeah, I mean, they, they got the goods. They, they, they do a good job. Sometimes they uh, they don't cook when we want them to, but hey, you know, I mean, I grill when she don't cook. How about that? I hear you. I hear you. Yes, indeed, you are right, uh, Coach. But uh, – all right, let's talk about the uh, the Lowndes High Vikings. Uh, you guys get the victory, a region opener against Tiff County up there in Tiff. Looked like a pretty good crowd was on hand up there. Yeah, we always got good support from our fans. Our fans really support our guys, and they appreciate that. And, you know, our band was really, uh, really loud. And, you know, uh, they always do a great job. And, and, you know, the cheerleaders do a wonderful job creating a great atmosphere of support and <laughs> You know, it, it's just a, it, it's a good community effort. And, uh, you know, the Vikings is a, you know, you got America's team, I guess, and the Cowboys, they call it. So we're going to call ourselves uh, the community team or, or, or the Lowndes County team, you know, that uh, all the fans and everybody has a part. And, you know, it's a family atmosphere. There you go. Well, Coach, let's get into it. Again, our time is limited, as I had sent you the message earlier. So, uh, with that being said, uh, great performance. And, I mean, you know, I know it sounds like a broken record, but you know what, by golly, uh, if, if, if the young men perform, we're going to acknowledge him. Another great performance from Ja'Curry. He never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, he played an exceptional job and uh, did, a, did a really good job and. uh you know, he had a lot of pressure during the night. And I tell you, their defensive front, uh, their front seven is really good and, uh, you know, better than probably uh, a lot of people know about. Uh, I thought their linebackers and their D-line uh, are, are really, you know, quick, uh, athletic, and strong. And, uh, you know, they gave us troubles. You know, nobody this year, we, we've rushed for, you know, good yardage on everybody. But they held us under 100 yards. And, you know, we had to put the ball in the air uh, quite a bit. And Jakari ran around making some plays. But, uh that's what we tell our guys to do is, uh, you know, when things break down, we've got to get people open and, and uh, try to utilize our, our, our talents and our ability to catch. And, you know, we, we work on scramble drills all the time where, you know, the pocket breaks down and the quarterback's got to move and everybody's got landmarks to get to. And the other night was uh, uh, a great uh, example of that work. And, uh, you know, I thought they did a good job. And, you know, sometimes I've said before, it doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be you know, glamorous, but uh, at the end of the day, we just got to have a win. Yeah, and, uh, of course, you, you got the win, and it was uh, obviously very important to get that first region win, which you guys did. Uh, you're right, Tiff County defense uh, certainly uh, gave you guys uh, fits, but I tell you, your defense also played pretty well, Coach. I want to talk about that because we talk a lot about the offense, and I think that's where we, we naturally – tend to go I think we all like to go and talk about the offense because it satisfies our comfort zone there's more excitement on the offense Uh, I think you understand what I'm saying there but let's give credit where credit's due with that defense of the Vikings doing a good job of holding uh, Tiff County down yeah I'm proud of our guys our, our coaches and our players on the defensive side you know it's kind of been a roller coaster for them you know heck you know one week they give up 40 something the next week they give up nothing and uh you know, they had 21 yards rushing the other night, basically. Well, I'll take that back. Uh, rushing, they had 130. They had 21 passing, and uh, they had a total of 151 all night. Anytime you can hold them uh, to less than four yards of carry and less than 200 yards on offense, uh, you feel like you got a good night's work. And uh, they did. Uh, you know, and, and, and as I said, you know, it's been kind of funny. 
you know, one week I, I walk through town and people ready to, you know, uh, uh, fire the defense. And then the next week they, they love them. And uh, it, it's only as good as your last game. That's what I tell our defensive guys every week. Just go out and perform and, you know, get better every week. And uh, they do. And, you know, they, it, you know our scores and, and, and our years just kind of a, uh, another mirror look at uh, just our schedule of how difficult it's been from one exchange to the other. But, you know, we, we felt like we had them the other night. Uh, we felt like uh, they were a run, mainly run offense, and uh, we really sold out to the run and did a great job stopping it. Talking to Jamie DeBose, uh, again, our abbreviated edition of the show and a shorter edition of talking to Coach today. But uh, with that being said, so, big win over Tift. Uh, now, though, still a couple of more games to go in the region. Let's talk about the next man up for you guys. Well, you know, it's a big one. It always is. You know, I, you know, I, I, even before I got here, Lowndes and Cockwood's been a big game each and every year. Yes. You know, more than likely over the last few years, it has decided the region championship and uh, who controls the uh, home field advantage in the south in the playoffs. And, you know, we're sitting here in the same boat we were last year. And, you know, last year didn't go well for us. We, we got beat 40 to 10. Uh, that's still a sour taste in my mouth. And yep. A sour taste in a lot of people's mouth. And uh, we just didn't play well. You know, it's my fault as a head coach. Uh, we didn't I, we didn't get ready for some reason. I don't I don't know, you know, what happened. But, you know, nobody did it, uh, you know, intentionally. We just didn't play a good game. And, you know, with that being said, I think, uh, like me, our other guys are – you know, all bought into, you know, we just want to make a better show in for ourselves. And, uh, you know, we can't, we can't control what they're going to do over there. We can't control who they are or what they're going to do. All we can control is who we are and what we're going to do. And that's what we're going to do this Friday night is uh, worry about Lambs. We're going to worry about how we can keep the sticks moving and how we can get them off the field, you know, and uh, not convert first downs. And, yeah. you know, that that's what our goal is Friday night. And, you know, again, just like I tell our guys each and every Friday morning when we get ready to dismiss for the school day, is doesn't matter what happens. It's come midnight. We got to be one point better than Cockwood come Friday night, and you know, with a win, and hopefully Tifton can knock Camden off. We're sitting pretty good. You know, we we may have clinched the the region, and uh, that's what we're hoping for anyway. Uh, you know, I know Cockwood's going to come in here with the same thoughts. You know, they're sitting there with a win last week, and you know, uh, they're one and zero just like we are. And, you know, they've had the upper hand. They're the third-ranked team in the state, I believe, and we're six-ranked. So it's going to be a, a clash of good good titans, and uh, it should be a great Friday night. It should be a great uh, night in uh, in Martin Stadium at the Concrete Palace. What uh, – you know, I was just talking about uh, Colquitt and, 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 of course, the Vikings as well before you called in. You know, they have surprisingly uh, been a model of consistency over the last few years. And this year, they've come from behind coach, and I think two, at least two, maybe even three games where they've been behind. I mean, multiple points, <coughs> multiple uh, possessions, and they've been able to come back. So, I think that's one thing, and I know you guys have already looked at it. That's one thing, though, that I think you got to be ready for with the Packers. Hey, even if we get a big lead or if we get a, a sizable lead, we know that they're not going to let up. So, we can't let up. Talk about that mentality, uh, Coach. Well, you know, Phil, we, we've been in that same boat. Uh, you know that. We've been behind several times, and we've had to fight from behind. Absolutely. And, and get there. So, I think both teams kind of mirrored each other in the season. That's a good point. And uh, the type play that we've had and what we've done. Uh, but, you know, that doesn't shock me. They've got a good coaching staff over there. Uh, their coaches do a very good job. And, uh, you know, they, they keep them going. 
you know, good coaching staffs and good leaders are going to, you know, make guys understand that if we keep playing and keep doing what we're supposed to do, we got a chance. And uh, they, they believe in that. They've got good talent. You know, the running back is uh, just an exceptional running back. I mean, he's scary when he gets a ball. He's, Charlie uh, Pace. Yeah, he's leading uh, everybody around here in rushing. He's doing a great job. And, mm-hmm. you know, the quarterback uh, may not be quite like the guy we faced last year, but uh, he's just as talented. You know, he's got – he's a little smaller, but uh, he makes a lot of things happen with his legs. And uh, Nico Fan. Ball. Yeah, I mean, he, he just – he does a good job. And, uh, you know, their defensive line, I think, is uh, – the strength of their defense. I think the defensive line and linebackers are really good. Uh, I think I think they play really sound up front. They've got some good schemes. They keep changing fronts and keep you keep you guessing on the front line. And uh, you know they're 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 physical. They run to the ball. And uh, you know we're going to have to really play well. And uh, like I said, we're going to win the turnover battle and win the line of scrimmage. You know we didn't win the line of scrimmage. I felt like offensively Friday night. Uh, but we had luckily enough some guys to make some big time plays for us to help us win. And, you know, we, we, we just, you know, in games like this, you know, big time players have to step up, and make big time plays. And, uh, you know, that's what we got to do last year. Our big time players for us and, and myself as a coach, we didn't step up, and make big time plays or big time calls. And, uh, therefore we lost the game. So this year, you know, we've got to understand the meaning behind it. We've got to understand what we've got to do. And, uh, you know, it's, it, I, I'll be honest with you, Phil, watching film, knowing us, these two teams mirror each other, man. We're a lot alike in, in a lot of ways. Uh, our seasons have even been a lot alike, uh, you know, so we feel like we played a little tougher schedule than they have, but it don't really mean anything at this point. It's uh, who, who's got the better night uh, come Friday night and who can perform and who can execute what we got planned on Friday night. Wrapping it up, but again, Coach, uh, I appreciate you uh, understanding with the uh, the show being shorter. We're going to kind of shorten our segment up, but that's all right. Uh, last well, I got film to watch. We're good. <laughs> I hear you, Coach. I fear you did. I want to ask you this, though, as we close out. So, uh, you talked about last year, and, Coach, I'm right there with you. Since you've been uh, the coach and, and, and I've been, you know, we, we talk every week, that thing last year just didn't sit well. It didn't sit well, you know, even with me, I try to take a neutral stance, but of course I'm, you know, we're, we're here locally. And uh, bottom line was it was just a game that I thought could have gone much better. The whole reason I'm bringing this up coach is, and I know sometimes we say, Hey, that was last year. There's no need to bring it up. But we also hear sometimes about reminding guys about what happened. Coach, I would think that that game of all games, would be one that you don't want the guys to forget, not that they would, and how could they? But talk about that as we, uh, as I give you the final word here. That, that was just one of those games, man. You talk about leaving a bad taste in your mouth. I think it did with all Lions fans everywhere. Talk about, uh, you know, bringing that up as a motivational factor. Well, you know, we've talked about it all week. Uh, you know, we've got signs of it up in different places, and uh, we don't want to forget it. And, uh, you know, those moments, you know, you got to remember that feeling. That feeling was awful. Uh, for the whole weekend, uh, the next week going into the next game, it was just, uh, it was an empty feeling. And, uh, luckily it, it was motivation to get us back going to, uh, push on to the semifinals and, and, and end up having a really productive year. But, you know, it, it, uh, that's a, that's a thing that you never forget in my coaching career. Uh, that's probably the worst loss I've ever had as a head coach. Wow. Uh, I've never wow. suffered. Uh, a, a loss that is the worst one the largest margin of victory that a team has ever had and most lopsided deal and 
I'll be honest with you, Phil. I, I'm an honest guy, man. When people ask me questions, uh, 40 to 10 isn't really what the score was like. It was more like 55 to 10, I think. Yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, it was bad, and uh, we didn't play good. We didn't coach good. Uh, we didn't do anything good if you were on that sideline. And uh, you know, it's not on the players. It was on coaches too. It's on everybody. Notice I didn't I didn't put that on just the players. It was all of them. Sure. And uh, we just did a poor job. And uh, it, it's been in my mind since uh, I walked off that field. It's something that hasn't left me because, again, it is the worst lopsided loss in my head coaching career. And I, I just that's something that's always ate at me. And uh, I've just never been in a running clock situation. And that was the first time ever. And uh, it's something I don't ever want to forget because it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing to me. Uh, it was embarrassing uh, for a lot of our players. And, uh, you know, it was something that we had to stomach. We had to move on. But, no, we're not going to forget it. And uh, I know I'm not. And uh, hopefully these guys uh, are going to go out there and feel the way I feel Friday night. I tell you, back in the days when we had film and reel to reel when I first got into coaching, yeah, uh, that's one of those games like one of my former coaches I coached under or played for would have took that film, that reel to reel, went out there and buried it about three foot deep, and we've never looked at it again. <laughs> you know, it, uh, you know that, that, that's one of those films. And, uh, you know, it, it just, it hurt, it stung, uh, left a bad taste, whatever you want to say. Uh, Cockwood didn't do anything wrong. They, they did what they were supposed to do, play football and uh, win the game. And uh, they just beat us. They beat us in every category. They beat us in every way. And uh, that's my only uh, game against Cockwood right now in my career, too. So it, it's not, you know, that, that's something I want to I make right. And hopefully these guys, myself, and all the coaches will show up and we'll We'll play as we normally do. Wow. Did not uh, know all that, Coach, about it being your worst loss. But, it, I mean, it makes sense because it was a bad one. And so that, that pretty much answers that for me. So uh, I think you, you pretty much took care of, of uh, the questions that I had there. Coach, thank you so much for, uh, for getting, uh, getting us up to speed on everything with the Vikings program. I know our, our viewers uh, love it. And uh, let's go get them Friday night. We'll talk to you about it next week. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, hope everybody has a good rest of the week. Make sure you get out, support these Vikings, and go Vikings. See you, Coach. All right. See you. Bye. Right. Well, how about that? You know, I did not know that was his worst defeat as a head coach. I honestly did not know that. Um, not a surprise. That was a bad one, guys. That was a really bad game. And when I can remember it, of all the games that we follow, that we carry, that you know, that I try to keep up with, well, that was just one of those mm, not a good night. So, what does that mean? Well, if you're a Packer fan, you want to go back and say, hey, we're going to prove that wasn't a fluke. Uh, of course, now they got to come, uh, the, the Packers do have to come to uh, uh, Martin Stadium and, and do that. And, of course, if you're the Vikings, I mean, do you need any kind of motivational speech before the game other than just to simply be reminded of how bad that was? Okay, I wouldn't think so. Uh, all right, checking out some of the comments here. We've got about five minutes left to go in the show. So, uh, Joe Mamone, of course, is always bringing us uh, the metrics. <laughs> Lounge strength of schedule is higher than Colquitt's, 39.5 versus 35.1. Lounge's opponent's record is 34-24, while Colquitt's is 31-29. and I love stuff like that, Joe Good stuff. Love it. Michael Killebrew, checking in, is uh, talking about Collins Hill or Mill Creek. 
talking about Mill Creek has a chance to win the region. Hey, I love it when we get you uh, guys talking about some of the North Georgia football stuff. Bring it on, guys. Let's, uh, let's talk about uh, football wherever it's happening, not just in one section of the state. I love that. Uh, after all, we are ITG Next Georgia, okay? Uh, Michael Killebrew, again, whoever wins Region 1 will not be rewarded in the playoffs. And I know where you're going there, talking about the, uh, the bracket that they're matched up against, right, Mike? Uh, they will be on the same side of the bracket with North Cobb and Collins Hill. Man, would we not love to see, though, and I say we as football fans, anywhere, doesn't matter. Who, you're, or who you root for, whatever. Wouldn't you love to see a Lowndes versus Collins Hill? A Colquitt versus Mill Creek? And that's just in 7A, of course. Let me say this, guys. Uh, again, just trying to get in some of the, uh, the uh, other teams while we have just a few minutes left. What about Warner Robins? Does Warner Robins bounce back from what happened Friday night against Ware County? I said it yesterday, and I'm going to say it again today. I still believe the state championship in 5A goes absolutely positively right down the middle of Warner Robins. And, of course, it's hypothetical, but you guys know what I mean. The, the state championship, the road to the championship in 5A is going to go through Warner Robins. I believe that. Again, give credit where credit's due. I've said that a lot today. Uh, but Ware County, they deserve the credit absolutely positively. That was a shocker to me. The fact that with the Ware County, not just the fact they beat them, but they got out to that 19 to nothing lead, and I'm like, what is happening here? Because the games I've seen with Warner Robins, I mean, it was unlike any type of display I've ever seen in my life. So just to see what happened with with the, what Ware did to Warner Robins, man, I tip my hat to uh, the, uh, the Ware County Demons. However, I mean the Ware County Gators. However, the road still goes through the Demons of Warner Robins, no doubt. And I just wanted to know what you guys think again in the uh, the short time. Jose Padilla, hey, uh, Phil, love his enthusiasm. Uh, Coach DeBose, he does a great job prepping those guys. He does, no doubt about that. Uh, let me go back up here and see some of these uh, other uh, comments. All right, somebody uh, wanted to know my thoughts. Let me get this in before we uh, leave out of here. Uh, da, 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 da. Somebody was there. Okay, so Eric Owens, you were asking me, who you think will win the 4A championship? I really think Carver. Okay, I had started talking about this, and I never did really finish it. So, uh, yeah. Carver of Columbus, uh, Eric, I think a lot of people have been overlooking them simply because, not for Carver necessarily, but just because of that region over there, okay? Uh, one of the coaching shows we do is with the Brookstone School Coach, okay, Blair Harrison. They've got a huge game coming up with Trinity Christian, which, guys, if you haven't paid any attention to Trinity Christian, and, and, and look, Brookstone is not a bad team either. But this Trinity Christian team, have you from Sharpsburg, have you guys seen what they're doing? Uh, they're averaging over 50 points. And it ain't like they're playing cupcakes every single week. What they're doing, Trinity Christian, is quite a display of domination. 
that is unlike anything I've seen in a long time. So just saying that, um, I say all that to say that that area over there, I think, has hurt the perception, the image of football in the Columbus area. And I think that, because of that, Carver's not being given the credit. But, Eric, I think in the end, they're probably going to be one of the teams standing. About a minute left to go here in the show. We'll wrap things up. Uh, a couple of comments. Jim Blair, Warner Robins will win these next two. Yes, they will. I believe that. And uh, I think that's it. All right, guys, we are out of here just like that. It's gone. Guys, thank you so much for making the show possible. Thank you so much for making it a great success. We appreciate you guys. We will be back next week, Monday, as we'll recap what happened over the weekend. Until then, you guys have a great week. Have a great weekend. May your favorite team win. Be safe. See you next week, guys. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.